Trina Myricks. I'm here with my co-host, Terrain Myricks. Thanks for joining me, Terrain. Thank you for having me. This was weird, and I loved it. Did you like it? I did. You did were, I do a good job? You were very spectacular at that. Thank you. I think you should do it from now on. We could take turns. Okay. That's what a co-host is for. That's exactly what a co-host is for. What are we talking about tonight? Well, I guess we're going to open up with a lighthearted topic of uh, reproductive rights. Mmm, so lighthearted. <laughs> so what's been going on lately with those? I mean... Well, nothing. (laughs) There haven't been any sort of issues about reproductive rights, and they're not threatened, so there's nothing really to talk about. Although, uh, there have been a couple of states, I think at least four to five of them, um, and I think that's a conservative guess, uh, that have been trying their best to... Eliminate them? Eliminate reproductive rights um, for women. I feel like we were ahead of the curve with our episode a couple weeks ago where we talked about this issue. Mm-hmm. I feel like we should have waited till now. I mean, we could have waited <laughs> until now, and then we could have seen the new Alabama legislation that was signed by their wonderful governor, Kay Ivey, who, by the way, we keep seeing this framed as a bunch of men making decisions about women's reproductive rights, but... Because every single vote in the Alabama legislature was... By a man. Every single yes vote what? for this bill in the Alabama legislature was by a man. Well, it was signed into law by the woman governor. Mm-hmm. So... Am I wrong in... Isn't she only the governor because the former governor of Alabama had an affair and got, like, resigned or kicked out of office? I don't remember specifically why Kay Ivey is the governor. She did win a full term. She won it in 2018. She, okay. she Was I thinking a different South State? No, no, no. There was a... There, there, she did t- take the office in 2017 after the <laughs> resignation of Robert Bentley. Um, and I'm pretty positive he did have a... He was having... Was it another legislator? I thought he like was having an affair. Official. Okay, like but his chief of staff or something like that. It was. I remember that they had like the raun- there were raunchy things that were said. Yes. And it was weird, and he was creepy. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't remember all of it, but yeah, for sure. So that's why she's the governor. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, hang on. That's not why. I mean, that's why she was appointed. But she won. She yeah. won fair and square by like. Tw- almost 20 points against her Democratic opponent. That's so shocking in Alabama. I know. I can't believe Alabama would send a, a Republican to, to their statewide office to do this kind of thing. But By yeah. the way, her name's ridiculous, right? Kay Ivey is a great name. Kay Ivey? Like, Kay it... Ivey sounds like she should be on Downton Abbey right now. It's all letters. Like, <laughs> it sounds wait, like it's initials. I'm sorry, wait, sorry. Her full name is Letters? Her full name is Initials. Oh, K-I-V. Yes. Okay. You get it? I now get it. I When you said oh, her name's all letters, I'm like, in my head, like, to not be rude, but in my head, I'm like, all of her fucking names are letters. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Literally, everyone's names are letters. What are you getting at? No, that makes sense. So her name is all letters, K-I-V. Yes. Um... But she did uh, sign this. No, I'm pretty sure when she signed legislation, she said a quote that essentially said it wasn't enforceable, which I thought, which I thought was crazy. 
Like, you're signing in legislation that you know is going to be challenged by a court that should, that, like... That was um, John Kasich's reasoning for not signing Ohio's anti-abortion legislation. Mm -hmm. He was in favor of it, but he said, this is going to be challenged and knocked down in the courts, and it's a waste of taxpayer money. But I guess she thinks it's uh, good for taxpayer money. Well, yeah, it's <laughs> very good for taxpayer money to get this thing on the books that isn't going to be enforced. It can't be because it's unconstitutional unless maybe the actual method that you're trying to use is to get this to our new conservative um, yep. Supreme Court to overturn any possible laws that you thought weren't cutting it, yep. i.e. Roe v. Wade or whatever. Isn't this exciting? This is that's exactly what this is, right? Yeah, like, no, no, that's, that's why exactly all of the states is. are doing it. They want to get this up to the highest court in the land yes. because they know we have this. Yes. We have the votes there. Let's go do it right now. So mm-hmm. the question is, are there going to be any sort of dissenting voices in there besides the four liberals that we have that do believe that Roe v. Wade is a fucking actual thing? Mm-hmm. So that's going to be fun, but. So fun. So we we have we have what's going on in Alabama. Did you what? Well, I mean, I'm gonna let you lead because this is uh, just this. Just real quick, <laughs> it's 23 dudes. It was 23 like dudes in mm-hmm. in Alabama that are like, we need this. Yeah, I think that was the Senate, right? That was, I believe so. Yes. Yeah. It's like we need this very much. They don't. Uh, they're not doing well in a lot of numbers. What do you mean? <laughs> well, I like poverty. Like poverty, they're pretty low in education? the in the in the fifty states. Education, I think they might be at the bottom. Probably uh, in the fifty states. What, what's that one stat that we always the southern states always do terrible, and it's about mothers dying. Oh, infant mortality. Oh, infant no, no, sorry, sorry, sorry. Not, 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 not. And more maternal. Mortality. I don't know that what the specifics yeah, yeah. that they use for that one is, but they don't do well at that either. Like, it's it's not an actual issue that they need to have. No, there are a lot more important things they could be focusing on. Right, but they're in conservative utopia right yes. now, so why not go for that? What do you think? Uh, and if I and if I'm going to if I'm if I'm moving through this category too fast, tell me and we will go back. Well, to why don't we, we go over? What it is about this bill that has gotten everybody so stirred up. Like, um, like there was recently a bill passed in Georgia. Oh, um, yes. That got some attention. That's what we talked about. I thought it got a decent amount of attention. But this one has had so much more attention. Which is surprising because it's like, God, who's surprised by this? Yeah. It's Alabama. So Georgia passed the heartbeat bill basically saying once you can detect a heartbeat, abortion is illegal. Which could be at six weeks, six which could weeks, literally yeah. be, Very I'm, two weeks, uh, I'm two weeks late for my period. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't know I was pregnant. Oh, now I just found out that I'm pregnant and there's nothing I can do about right. it. Right. So Alabama's law that they passed bans abortion at any stage of the pregnancy. Mm-hmm. So not just like immediately. It's banned in entirety. When you find Except out that you are the, pregnant, there is no, yes. there is nothing that you could do about that pregnancy the if only, you don't want to carry that pregnancy to the term. The only exception they, they put in there is serious risk of health for the mother. Right. 
which is a questionable term. What does that mean? Well, that what is, is that serious risk. That's also that's mother? also not necessarily easy to detect immediately. Yeah. When when is the cutoff of when you can decide what is going to happen? Right. Because it seems like the cutoff is there is no cutoff. You're like, sorry, there is no actual time where you're allowed to decide. Mm-hmm. Once you find out that you're pregnant, you're pregnant. So strap the fuck Pretty in. Pretty much. Pretty much. No, no exception. Also, another thing that like really just is not in sync with public opinion yeah. is there's no... Um, exception for rape or incest. Yep, which uh, I think I, I just looked at a poll. Uh, 65% of Alabama citizens are in favor of an exception for rape and incest. So this is against even what the conservatives in Alabama are. This is, yeah. It's, there's no there's no actual reasoning behind this. It's not like we're doing this because that's what our people want. They no. don't want that. But... These people are doing it because it is politically expedient for them. They have, um, they have all the power, and they have the power at the top. So it's time to get this stuff through right now. Yeah, that's I think the goal at this point. Mm-hmm. The goal's got to be we got to get to the Supreme Court immediately. Yeah, yeah. Let's see what happens. I mean, other bills are going <coughs> to come before theirs. Other bills are going to come to the Supreme Court first, mm-hmm. and. Maybe well, um, theirs are fresh. They have to be challenged now. Right. So maybe, I mean, currently it is still legal in Alabama to get an abortion. This law is not in effect right now. Um, do you remember it was signed? When does it? Do you? Did you see when it's able to take no, effect? I didn't, I didn't see, see when that. it takes effect. But I didn't I'm see sure that. that it will be blocked by a federal court before, before it is it able takes to take effect. effect. So it's not an immediate thing that's going to start happening. It will need to go through the Supreme Court before that, mm-hmm. probably. Um, but I think they want to see what happens with the heartbeat bills and everything. And if those get through, then this will be the ultimate. If this is upheld by the Supreme Court, then essentially abortion is banned in the United States. Mm-hmm. So that's what their goal is. Certain parts of the United States. Yeah, whichever state legislatures are willing to pass it. Which will be, and if the, at this if point, the a lot of legislature decides to try to pass it if we don't have the house you know in the future then it would be it would be long yeah well let's hopefully i mean i'm not looking to lose the house anytime soon um especially Mm -hmm. not in a census year when it's time to draw the when it's time to uh get the districts drawn (laughs) legislature the state legislatures do that that's true that's true um so what what do you what have you seen in response to the, this kind of legislation. I know that we're we're both liberals. Mm-hmm. We're both gross liberals who, I guess, hate babies and, and hate America or whatever. So we've we've seen like a specific. We've I, at least for me, we've seen a specific response, and it has not been a very happy response to the legislation that's been that's been drawn yeah. up by these states. What have you seen? Well, surprisingly, um, conservative figures have actually. Spoken out. Oh, I think I think the most surprising. Let me hear it. Well, we, Tommy Lauren spoke out against Tommy it. Tommy Lauren. That's not that's not the 
most surprising I'm because on, she has previously said she is pro-choice. She's been yeah. Well, she's um, she was a she was previously I believe liberal before it turned out that being a conservative firebrand was super lucrative. Yeah, but even when she has been, she's she's maintained that she is pro-choice. You gotta make sure that the yeah no. Um, so she spoke out against it. Um, is it is it fun being on the same side as Tommy? Do you think? Is it this super is fun? This the side of the rational person. Tommy Lawrence rational? I'm not saying that, but I'm saying <laughs> this is the side of the rational. I just, I just, I'm like, um, I, I was, I'm always very, very wary when I find myself going, oh no, Bill Crystal's right, or <laughs> oh no, yeah. Tommy Lawrence right. Go ahead. The current um, head of the RNC, what's her name, Terry? Head of the, oh, Rana Beep McDaniel. <laughs> I feel like you need to explain that. Oh, well, her she was Ronna Romney McDaniel, but the President of the United States doesn't like that name, the Romney name, so she had to kind of stop using that mm. name. <laughs> A name which in normal Republican politics is good for you, but in this crazy nightmare Republican politics, the other name Romney, you need the fuck out of my face right now. Yeah. So So the current head of the RNC is a woman. Romney she... McDaniel. Ro- oh, sorry. Ronna McDaniel. Ronna. <laughs> not Romney. Not There's n- no, no Romney anywhere. She God. has spoken out against this bill. Mm. Um, and the most surprising the, one. The Alabama one specifically? The or Alabama just one, the yes. slew of. Okay. The Alabama one. Okay. Um, and most surprisingly, Pat Robertson, Pat, televangelist. Pat, I believe the gay people have caused hurricanes. Robertson yes. is like this isn't okay. It's too far. If this has gone too far. What yeah, the that's crazy. fuck is going on? I don't. I have no idea. I don't know if I can live in the in a, in a specific area where I'm in the same like mind space on an issue as Pat Robertson. <laughs> That's crazy. That's absolutely bananas to me. Yes. That I'm like, oh, me and Pat Robertson agree. This has gone too far. Yeah, I, I honestly don't understand that one at all. No, no I one should. That's that crazy. Mm-hmm. That's absolutely mind-blowing. Yeah. Um, but in addition to conservative voices who've come out against this, um, which there has been, honestly, a substantial amount, mm-hmm. we've got a ton of protests in Alabama. We've got people dressed up as handsmaids from yeah. the Handsmaid's Tale protesting, people going out with signs, which is great, uh, but it doesn't matter because the bill's been signed. <laughs> Well, the best part, the best time to protest is after, after. the bill has been signed, yeah, right? After. It's after the thing has been done to affect your life. Yeah. It is now time to get in there and tell people protest. what's what. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, the, the seeing people's handmaids is great. It is. is it handsmaids or handmaids? Handmaids. Handmaids. Okay. You put an S after both hands and maids before? Did I? You did. I was very confused because I'm like, I thought it was handmaids, but maybe yeah, I'm handmaids. crazy. Mm-hmm. Um. And there's also been a huge response on social media. There has been a huge response on social media. Um, one of the one of the big things, the uh, proposed sex strike from Alyssa Milano. Yeah, I don't. Know what do you think that. about the What do you think about the Mo- Alyssa Milano sex strike? Here's the thing. Yep. If your sexual partner uh-huh. is pro life, 
they shouldn't be your sexual partner. If you are pro-choice and your sexual partner is pro-life, you 100% want to find a different sexual yes. partner. So so I feel like this is just punishing men who are already pro-choice, right? No, no, you're not. Well, I don't believe she said, listen, we're holding off sex from every man. No, it's we're holding off sex from people who are against this va- uh, against this well, basic human right that we deserve that. what you should do instead of just holding off sex, a breakup with them. <laughs> <laughs> that's I feel like that's just dumb. So you are so you are against the Alyssa Milano sex trip. Yeah, and also why are we listening to Alyssa Milano and why is she like <laughs> The go to? Wasn't she at? Listen, sometimes I I don't. Okay. I 100% think it's cool and fine. If there is a person who has a a big stature and uses their stature Mm -hmm. to promote uh, values that are very important and good for everything. I think she's been in the forefront of this. Wasn't she at the Kavanaugh hearings? Yeah, she's on the the side of the angels, it seems like, all the time. I know, I just, maybe it's the right that's doing it, but the right is treating her like she is our leader. She is our leader. (laughs) Our Lord and Savior. I bent the knee to Alyssa Milano. Of the movement, like, and it's just like, just because she suggests something on social media doesn't mean that's our official, that's our official, that's the official stance of the Democratic Party. (laughs) Exactly. That's like, well, actually the official stance of the Democratic Party, we actually did uh, put the, uh, we put the sex strike into our party platform. So you'll see that at the DNC that we have in, (laughs) I want to say Orlando. Is that where we're going? I I don't remember where we're going. Um, I need to look that up because it's very important to me to see where we are. But um, no, so we have we have. Well, what what do you think about the sex? Uh, <laughs> the sex strike? Yeah, the sex specifically strike. the sex strike. Yes, I don't have a lot of opinions on the sex strike. Do you think look, it's a good idea? Okay, look, if you're, do you think it's a legitimate? Let me say it this way. I'm not going to answer the question in the way that it's framed. I know that makes me sound like an evasive politician, mm-hmm. but I am running for president after all. So. Um, I think that it's important that I understand love, right? So sometimes you love someone and you can't help but love that person and they may have like completely differing views for you, but you still love them. But if part of your thing is to get them to change their views and that's one of the the tools that you got in your tool belt that you can use, by all means do it. That just grosses me out. I don't. By think all means, sex do it. sex should never be used as a way to manipulate somebody. I mean, I understand. I think what that's you're that's I dirty. Think, I don't that's think. I don't, no, no, no. Gross. I'm not saying. I'm not saying sex should be used that way. That's I'm saying the lack of sex should. That's be used what that it way. is, though. That's using sex to manipulate. Somebody. No, that's using the lack of sex to manipulate someone. That's the same thing. It's not the same thing. It's like, look, I, I'm, I'm just not. I'm not going to have sex with you because you believe such heinous things. If you didn't believe those things, maybe it's on the table. I don't know. But it's definitely not on the table when you believe that you get to decide my body rights over over me. See, if somebody is thinking that they decide your body rights, you should not 
be in a relationship or a sexual partner. But with that as person. you, as everyone understands, you choosing not to have sex with them will not change their idea that your body isn't your right. As everyone understands, love is weird, <laughs> and people sometimes fall in love with people with views that are horrifying. I I believe that that's true, and I'm like, you know what? If if a sex strike is what you need to get them to be like. Oh, that's right. That's not a good thing. Then have at. I'm okay with whatever brings people to my side of thinking. Okay. <laughs> no? Do they, you're like, no, that's not good. I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Using sex to manipulate people is not great. No. Not a great call. No. However, sex drugs have worked in the past. When? Um, oof. See, this is another thing where I'd have to actually pause it to look up specifically. But I believe, and I want to say it was Iceland, that there was a sex strike. I don't remember the issue. And we'll, we'll go into, we'll, we'll pick this up, this specific thing up, um, in the emergency pod that we do after the Game of Thrones finale. Which we're definitely going to do. Um, we'll pick it up then. Because I need to actually find it and I don't want to take the whole time on here to find it. Okay. But there was an Icelandic sex strike from women and it was effective. And I need to actually find the facts specifically to back me up because facts are important. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway. Well, okay. So let me let me tell something that I think is a that I think is a good uh, tactic in this fight for reproductive rights. One of the things that have happened, we've had legislation that has happened in multiple states, one of them being Georgia, which we did talk about previously. One of the things um, that have been uh, proposed was a strike on Georgia specifically for, uh, for film projects. Yeah, that was similar to what happened in... Uh, South Carolina when they North, did the, Carolina, North Carolina they did the, the they had ban? the bathroom bill and they didn't they ended up I believe that year they didn't get the NCAA tournament right because the tournament was going to the the finals were going to be there and they moved them because mm-hmm. of that ridiculous bill yeah and that loses money in mm-hmm. revenue for that specific state that's what happens when a lot of a lot of film projects like to film in Atlanta I believe mm-hmm. the I believe the Walking Dead is filmed in Atlanta yes, yes. there are a lot of big film I, yeah, projects I think Georgia has a good system like with tax incentives mm-hmm. for filmmakers to film there and you've had numerous uh, numerous people in the film industry who have come out and said I'm not going to do a project in Georgia. I'm not going to do uh, a pro- I'm not going to do a project in Georgia. I'm not going to film a project in Georgia. Mm-hmm. Um we're they're they're not a part of until this until this nonsense stops. It's not going to be a part of yeah. um our, So I think that's great. That is good. I think that's I did a big see, one. you know when I saw um I don't remember who the second person was, but Jordan Peele has a film project set to uh, go in Florida, and there was mm-hmm. a second person involved, and they decided they would continue to film in Florida, but they're going to donate the proceeds to a pro-choice organization. No, no, that is not the same thing. That's not enough. That's not good enough at all. That's absolutely not enough. No, that's absolutely because they get Georgia gets a ton of a tax money from this. Yep, they absolutely do. Yeah. They absolutely do. No, that's not enough 
people need to be saying, I will not. Yeah, I saw that, like, advertised, like, it was, should have been something we were, like, <laughs> cheering. cheering. And like, I'm like, fucking no. no. You're still giving Georgia that money. How about, you can film, go film in California. Yeah. Go film in a state that will, uh, that, that supports allows, women's rights. that supports women's rights and yeah. will not legislate against those rights. Yeah. So, no, I, I didn't see specifically what you were talking about with, um, with the Jordan Peele situation, yeah. but no, absolutely fucking not. No. No. Um, another social media thing that's, uh, been happening, which was started by Busy Phillips, um, is hashtag you know me. Um, and she's encouraging people. She shared her own story of how she had an abortion when she was 15. She's encouraging people on Twitter or Instagram to share their stories of how they've had an abortion. Mm -hmm. Because a lot... Abortion is such, like, a a private issue. Most women are talking about it. You don't know if you are talking to someone who has had that... The the statistics show that about a quarter of women will have had an abortion by 45. And... And that's not something that that's not something that we know. No, that's not something that yeah. we are able to, to and, see and here. No, with countless issues, when you know someone who's gone through something, you're more likely to feel differently about it. Dick you feel Cheney, Dick Cheney supported same-sex marriage far before some Democratic mm-hmm. um, legislators would outrightly support same-sex marriage because his daughter, his daughter. Yeah, it's the same thing. So, so Busy Phillips has been posting, and other celebrities, including uh, Minka Kelly, um, Jamila Jamil, Jamila Jamil. Uh, oh, there was another big one, but other other celebrities are posting about their abortions mm-hmm. um, in the hopes of bringing um, light to this and saying, you know, people like this, you, it'll help people relate. You as a person probably know someone who has undergone this Yeah, and they had that choice and they should be able to have that choice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it, you should not be among those who believe that we should not allow women to be able to make this decision for themselves. Yeah. It is baffling to me. That people are on the other side of this issue, and I understand that it's not something that's. It, it is a very hush hush yes. issue. It's it and is, I, I think these women are brave for speaking about it, absolutely. especially women who are paid by the public's perception of you. You know, like they're taking a huge risk with this mm-hmm. that they could be blackballed, that they could be shut out of projects for this issue. Absolutely. So the fact that there are women speaking up and saying, "Yes, I had an abortion," I think that's great. I absolutely agree. It's and I think that's a, a much better strategy than the sex, sex strike. strike. Yeah. <laughs> well, listen. Okay. Is the sex strike going to be as effective as a bunch of uh, stories that for, from people that you then know? To, no, absolutely yeah. not. Yeah. Is it going to be possibly effective? Maybe. I I think <laughs> I think that is one of the most effective things we could do at this mm-hmm. point is to get women to speak up and tell their stories. Because every time I read a story about this issue, about a woman who was put in a position where she needed an abortion, I it affects me, you know? 
And I think as more people hear these stories, it'll affect them as well. I agree. I think that, I think that unfortunately, sorry, I, I hate to say unfortunately, but unfortunately, anecdotal evidence seems to be the only thing that gets people to turn. Yeah, I, I think like, I think it, that makes sense though. But yeah, no, no but I, I'm just like, it's like facts themselves no. don't get people there, no, which I, is annoying. Yeah. It's annoying that facts themselves don't get people to where they need to be, but testimonials from people that they know so it's like oh it's not just like a it's not just like a a bunch a, of sluts going around getting abortions right based on what i've been because they like it based on what i've been taught my whole life yeah. it's not been uh, all these whores are going on i'm sorry i, 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 I you felt, hated to say I, that. I hated saying it though i hear myself and i'm like did i accent every whores. single every single syllable in that <laughs> word but it's not just a bunch of hows going and doing whatever they want to do. Yeah. It's, unfortunately, people who are in a situation where their health is compromised. Mm-hmm. People who are in a situation where the baby's health is compromised. People who are in a position where they're, they literally, the baby would not have a... A good life. Yeah. It's, it's... It's and it's it's sobering to hear the stories of these people yes. and you're like you know what I can't make this decision for them. No, they have that right. And it's it's hard to ask women who've been through this to to speak up and tell their stories. Absolutely. You don't you don't want to ask. This them is to make this them. is another this is another branch of Me Too where yes. it is you are asking. Essentially, what the what the movement is asking is for people who have uh, been through mm-hmm. some of the most traumatizing moments of their life to share those moments with people that they know. Yeah, and and that's what made me too so effective. Mm-hmm. It really is because I think everybody knew. Everybody knew that producers or directors or studio heads were probably getting some some from and this, the actresses and stuff like that and we thought of it and we never thought of it again it wasn't like an issue in our heads but when you hear the stories of these women who are affected by this and how it changed their lives and how it traumatized them you really think about uh the impact of something like that and how these people are fucking scumbags and i want to it I, really takes a first person account account of what to happened put that that change in someone else's head. And I wanna I wanna just be clear because you you said like, you know, producers and directors and that's great, but it's not the the, the best part about the Me Too movement was it spanned far yes, beyond yes. just the film industry. Yes. This is a thing that happens. This power in dynamic is a problem in every single industry mm-hmm. from from anywhere. So it, it empowered people to give their story in every professional setting that they had, that they yeah. were in, that this kind of thing happened to them. Mm-hmm. And and I think with the you know me, with the you know me hashtag, um, hopefully... This will also gain that notoriety of these people you know. You know these people. And they had to undergo something that was uh, very difficult for them. And it is... If they're willing to tell their story, you should should shut the fuck up and listen. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Ha. Good, fun topic. Starting (laughs) off. 
Do you want to move on to another fun topic, or do you want to? Do you have anything else to say on this? I because no, I, I know I that I'm this. Good. I know that we. I know that this is. There's never enough words for this. Yeah. There's never enough words for like talking about something that's like these women. All women deserve basic human rights, and reproductive rights should be a part of that basic human rights tenant. Mm-hmm. And the fact that some people don't find that they are is horrifying i understand when you like when you look at their like the their base belief but their base belief isn't following science it's following whatever their heart believes and unfortunately that's not enough Mm -hmm. like women get to make the decisions on their body and stop full stop game over Mm -hmm. um so let's move to something else fun (laughs) uh Trump's been upset. <laughs> the The president of the United States is upset. Uh, he says that we're going to launch counter investigations into the spying on his campaign. Well, not just we're going along. The Barr, we, William Barr has already yeah. initiated an investigation into the origins of the Russian investigation. Now, let me, could you just help me out here? What's William Barr's job? What's it? What's his job title? Attorney General of the United States. Now, my, I have a huge question about this. It, when it says of the United States, is it the, of the United States president? Is he the president's lawyer? Yes. He is? That's the role he's been taking, yes. Is that the role of the actual office? No. No? No. What's the role of the actual office? To defend the United States? Yes. Because it seems Right. It seems like he's just kind of being the president's lawyer. Yeah. He's doing Rudy Giuliani's job. Yeah. Albeit better than Rudy Giuliani's doing his job. (laughs) Because Rudy Giuliani just kind of... I keep... I can't say it. I know. You're saying it too. His name is not easy to say. Giuliani. Sorry. Rudy Giuliani. He seems to keep going in front of the cameras and saying... Look, so what if Trump committed crimes? <laughs> yeah, sure, he did it. And it's like, whoa, don't do that. That's mm-hmm. not what you're supposed to do as a fucking, as the counsel of the president. But right. go ahead, you go ahead about William Barr. Well, so yeah, he initiated, he's initiated an investigation into the origins of the Russia investigation. Uh-huh. Um, he said uh, that it was worrisome, I believe. Uh the investigation that was occurring on Trump's campaign while he was running for president. Okay. Which is weird. <laughs> well, why do you think that's weird? Well, I think what is he it said not was kind of like that we're spying it's on worrisome a potential... is spying on United States citizens, as right. if the f- government never spies on its own. Citizens. First of all, <laughs> what? I'd like to Are you refer. Serious? I'd like to refer him to the Patriot Act. Yeah. Where what? They they kind of just get to do whatever, but um they when they spied on the Trump campaign, when they quote unquote spied on the Trump campaign, I feel like they went to court to get the permission to do so. Yeah. Right? FISA. They went to the FISA courts, which are not very um they're not like open, like you right. don't get to just find out what's going on there, but they went they followed to, the proper procedure. They went to yeah, they, they got, went to court, they got warrants, they presented cases, judges signed off on saying them. that we need to we need to uh 
get eyes on this campaign because there seems to be nefarious things going on. Right. And then that... So, the... His issue of my campaign was spied on really should have been, wow, I seemed very suspicious at the time. Yeah, no shit. (laughs) I mean, even if the Mueller investigation didn't uncover that the Trump campaign was conspiring with Russia, Mm -hmm. we know that Russia was trying to get Trump elected. Right. Without a doubt. So... the, that has been proven. Russia unfor- was trying to get Trump elected. Unfortunately for him, all the intelligence agencies that we have said, yes, that's correct. So, that's what happened. So it makes fucking sense to see if somebody inside of Trump's uh, campaign was working with them. Well, thank goodness. That's not fucking crazy. Well, thank goodness none of them acted in any way suspicious. Yeah, none of them were arrested for anything or gave polling data to anybody in Russia. No, and none of them have been com- Com- uh, convicted, convicted of crimes and sentenced to prison time yeah. for the crimes that they've committed. Yeah. None of them have said, yeah, we definitely want that dirt that you have on Hillary Clinton. Mm-hmm. And none of them have taken meetings so that they can get that dirt. Right. By the way, weird thing that... Uh, just Donald Trump Jr. is mm-hmm. uh has been subpoenaed by the Senate, the Senate yep, by a Republican by a Republican Senate to appear. Yep. Because of and that was a huge thing. Because of his action, the conservatives were freaking out at that senator. By I way. thought another. I thought another Burr was going to be killed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that guy is in some shit. Richard? Sorry, I can't remember. Is it Richard? I don't know what his name is. I forgot what his name is because I'm quite drunk. But uh, Senator Burr, not Aaron Burr, um, was, uh, I I believe it's Richard. Let's see here. No? Let's see. Is it Richard? It's not Richard. It's gotta be something else. Type in Senator Burr. Alright, let me type in Senator Burr. doesn't know how to fucking Google search, man. I do know it's Richard. Search. It's oh, it's Richard. I told you guys that. Um, but yeah, he's he was the one who was like yeah. going on. It's like yeah, we a bipartisan committee helmed by a Republican subpoena Don Jr. This the 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 Senate Judiciary. Sorry, the Senate Judiciary Committee. Yes, which is helmed by a Republican. Helmed by Republicans are the ones who said we need to bring this guy mm-hmm. in. Mm-hmm. We need to bring him in to answer questions. And yet, President of the United States, Donald Trump... Who doesn't seem to understand how things work. Clearly not. Is saying the spying on his campaign was treason. Mm. What's the penalty of treason? Death. <laughs> Yikes! Yikes. Yikes. I mean, Yikes. clearly not, though, because Flynn committed treason. Whoa! Hang playing. on, hang on, hang on. I don't think he pled guilty to treason. We pled no. down. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta plea deal. Sometimes you gotta plead down. It's like, yeah, I committed treason. But I think the best part about this is the the fact that the FBI and whatever were investigating Trump's campaign. He says that is treason. While he was running and as president, he has said that we need to be locking Hillary Clinton up. To be fair, he also What's ha- the difference? Oh, there is none. But he also has said that people who cooperate with law enforcement, mm. uh, that's not fair and you shouldn't be able to do that. Yeah. You shouldn't be able to, quote, flip, unquote, on someone, which literally means tell the truth in exchange for a lower prison sentence. Yep. Um, which he seemed to have a huge problem with probably because his campaign, his campaign for president has been going out of their way to commit crimes 
up and down the fucking it's 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 bananas that mm-hmm. this is happening. Um, what do you think? Do you th- now? I I hate to be the I hate to be the cynist that wants to talk about the twenty twenty election, but do you think there's any ramifications for these uh, for these uh, legal malfeasance in twenty twenty? Anything, anything at all. I think there are some people who have understood early on that the shit he's doing is wrong, uh, and maybe we're swayed by that. But I think overall, it's not. It's not something that now that he's saying this, it's an issue. I think maybe overall it was an issue, but. Maybe there were a few people, but not when you a lot. say overall, like I don't understand. Do you think that like what, like when people started getting arrested and starting pleading guilty, there were probably some people who were like, "Oh shit, this guy's really doing some stuff." Yeah. But I don't think if you lasted past that, this stuff has no effect. I think that's very fair. Okay, so let's Let's close this out because there's nothing super fun going on, unfortunately. <laughs> so, so there's there's no fun news that we can talk about, um, ex- except we do have, um, and I know that you know this. We have a new entrance in the Democratic primary. Yeah. Who's who? Well, you gotta be stoked on Bill De Blasio, right? No. Excuse me? The the mayor of New York, America's mayor, Bill de Blasio, <laughs> is now running for president. We're gonna play a really quick game. Okay. Um I didn't tell I didn't now I didn't tell you the uh the anything about the game, right? Right. Um and originally it was because we're gonna we might we we thought we might have a, have a guest. And we were going to, I was going to play you two off each other, but didn't work out that way. So, what we're going to do is we're going to play a game. Um, there are about 23 people running for president. Yes, there are 23 people. I want you to give me half of them. Oh, fuck, okay. I'm, and I will accept, I will accept half, i.e. Um, 11? I will accept 12. Okay. So, I don't know why you're saying I will accept. That's more than half. Is it more? Oh, you know what? You're right. Because they haven't gotten the 20. Okay. I will accept 11. Okay. I want you to tell me 11 people that you know that are major, that are major announced candidates that are whatever. The 23 official candidates. Yeah. Well, we say official, but I mean, there are also people who are probably. There are 23 official candidates. All right. Okay. So what are you, you ready? Sure. Go. De Blasio, Biden, Sanders, Warren, Harris, Booker, Castro, uh, Klobuchar, uh, Gabbard, Gillibrand, Someone who threw that rock. You had ten. You have ten right now. I know. Uh, I can't think of him. Um, um, the. Oh no. 
the governor's. Oh no. Um. Oh, Matt, no. Uh, no, not O'Malley. No. Delaney. John Delaney. That's that's a good one. That's 11. That's 11. Um, that is 11. That's enough. No, you, you said I needed 12. Oh, do you want to do 12 or do you want to stop at 11? Because you seem Thomas? to... Thomas? Mary Thomas? Who? Is that her name? No. No. Um, oh, Yang. There you go. There we go. There That's go. 12. Oh, and I forgot Buttigieg. You definitely forgot Buttigieg. That is 12. 13. 13. Good job. Very good job. Way to go. So the... Uh, <laughs> I thought that was fun. But... <laughs> so the uh, mayor of New York has jumped into the race. Yeah. How excited are you that we now have... I'm a, so excited. We have another competitor this is great. to win. What do you think this is going to now? I feel like I've just shared my opinion so many times that this is stupid and it's stupid and I hate it and it's stupid. <laughs> like when you say it's stupid, do you mean the amount of people yes. that are in the race? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. You know what I do think? Do you think they're going to like embarrass us? I've said this before and you've asked this question before. I want to know again. It, we're going to look like a clown car with so many fucking people. Um, our debates are not going to be substantial enough because everybody's got to get equal time. No, they don't. And that hasn't happened in debates. You In, in, in Democratic debates. We'll if, see. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. We, they do, but They're going to give at least everybody a question and that's like fucking two minutes per person. So that's the whole fucking debate. It's not the whole fucking debate. <laughs> Two minutes per person, stop shushing me, (laughs) two minutes per person based on, um, they're probably going to limit- That's their opening statement. They're probably going to limit it to 10 people in each debate. They're not going to give- So we're going to spend 20 minutes on opening statements. Probably. (laughs) And then we're going to have questions. And then maybe two questions each and then that's- They're not giving it- See, I don't think they're going to give people the questions you think they're going to give them. I don't know. They didn't do that when they had like five people and it was Hillary v. Bernie v. O'Malley v. Lincoln Chafee v. Joe I killed a guy Webb. Jim. Jim Webb. Jim. There we go. Like they didn't do that. Do you think that it's going to be completely equal time or do you think that someone's going to get to talk a lot more than someone else? I think I don't think it'll be completely equal, but I don't think it'll be a substantial. I don't think Marianne Williamson's getting a lot of time. Oh, that's what I was thinking. Oh, yeah, I know. Thomas. Thomas. That's why I was like, that's not even close. <laughs> but yeah. Well, hopefully she won't even be on the debate stage. I think she, I think she is qualified. Are you serious? Oh, my God. <laughs> Like, well... They're still trying to get Gillibrand qualified. She's a fucking senator. (laughs) Well, people aren't super into uh, Gillibrand because of the... uh, Because of her handling of Al Franken. Can we end on that? I mean, we've talked about it before. Okay, but... I can't remember. And <laughs> you don't remember anything we talk about because exactly. you're drunk. That's fair. So, do you... Cory Booker's deputy campaign manager, um, because Cory Booker has already met the threshold necessary to enter the debates, yeah. uh, went on Twitter and posted um, a message to have people 
asking people to donate to uh, Gillibrand's campaign because they want her voice on the debate stage because she is very pro-women, pro-choice. She's speaking out against these abortion laws, and it is important that we have her voice on the debate stage. So I think that's very cool of Cory Booker. I think it's very cool of Cory Booker's campaign staff to do that. Yeah. Ordered probably by Cory Booker. Maybe. I don't know. I feel like Cory Booker's campaign manager or deputy campaign manager wouldn't be on Twitter calling for donations to an opponent without Cory Booker's permission. I don't know what Cory Booker's campaign director would do or not do. Well, they wouldn't fire her after that. That'd be a very bad move. Cory Booker! Okay, I see that you're... Got it. Um, now, based on 538's... Uh, 538 has talked about this. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I see that they have something here specifically from um, the 10th, so it's eight days ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but it gives you who qualifies for the first debate based on their... Um, Based on well, based on they did it on. on, Do they have their donation? Well, hang on. They had donors and they had um, polls. Um, So it's questioning of of who it qualifies for both, and then who qualifies for some. So, um, for example, um, if you're looking at uh, who qualifies for both, they have about seems like ten people who qualify for both. Around one, two. And I believe, 11, 11. As far as I know, they only know who qualifies donation-wise if they post it themselves, if they announce that information mm-hmm. themselves. Well, they, the Democrats probably know. They probably have more insider information. Right, that, but, but they're not. Gillibrand qualifies based on polls. She doesn't she? qualify on donors, which is why Cory Booker's um, campaign staff were trying to make sure that she can... Uh, that she would get the donors to get in there. But yeah. uh, if you're looking at the 11, we've got in, in alphabetical order, um, uh, Biden, Booker, Buttigieg, Castro, Gabbard, Harris, Klobuchar, O'Rourke, Sanders, Warren, and Yang, who make okay. the, who do I the qualifications love, for polls and donors. I would love to see a debate with all of them except for Yang. <laughs> like, that would be a great debate, honestly. All of them? You want Gabbard and Klobuchar there? Based yeah, on you. Not? They're both senators. They're no, they're both... not. Tulsi... Oh, I thought Tulsi Gabbard was a senator. Tulsi Gabbard, Tulsi Gabbard is a representative okay. from Hawaii. They're all very qualified Also, I said, I said you want Gabbard and... and Klo... I said except for you. Okay, 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 okay. Except you already, you already yeah. made the Yang exception. Ooh, so you're telling me... Yes? Oh, no. So these other people qualify in other well, ways? Well... Delaney, Gillibrand, Hickenlooper, Inslee, Ryan, and Swalwell quali- qualify in the polls standard. one percent? Because there are 90,000 people running. And uh, Marianne Williamson qualifies donor-wise. So I think what they're going to do uh, to narrow it down... Well, I guess, so there are some that don't qualify at all, or no? Well, it's got Seth Moulton on this list and Michael Bennett on this list, and they don't qualify at all. However, they just joined in. Yeah, uh-huh. so Well, the yeah, they just joined what, in. The, what's the date of the first debate? The 29th? June something. Late June. Late June. So they're all probably going to have enough by then. Ugh. And then, so what it, I know, I think they're going to narrow it down by, like, the most, but I don't know which one they're doing the most of. I think they're doing top 20, aren't they? Yeah. I thought top 20 are getting in. Yeah. And if there's a tie, it's whoever's higher in polls or donations or whatever. Right. Um, so I don't think they're going to... Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. 
I kind of wish we were doing an undercard debate as opposed to the random division of debate. Why? Why should the... Why, like, why? Why specifically? Because some of our candidates aren't serious candidates who shouldn't get attention paid to them. Who? Why? Who gets to decide who's getting the attention paid to them? Me. Uh, I remember this. No, nope. <laughs> I remember having this conversation. It was you. You <laughs> said that as your answer. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. What do I, you think? What do I think? Yeah. <laughs> By the way, that was great. Uh, supernatural, the way you asked me. <laughs> um, what do I think? Um, I Look, there are a lot of people who are running for president. There are a lot of people who aren't going to be president. There are a lot of people who are going to be in the cabinet. There are a lot of people who are running for vice president. There are a lot of people who are just... Running to get their to get their issues who? front and center. Tell what? me who are each of those people. I'm not gonna go through the ninety thousand list of people running because okay. I tell me one person who's running for a cabinet position. Who's running for a cabinet position? Yeah, one person. Uh, one person running for a cabinet position, Michael Bennett. Who? Michael Bennett. <laughs> the se- exactly the senator from. Uh, Colorado. He's oh, running for yeah, a cabinet yeah, yeah. position. I like him. He's not running he for, run for He's not even running for Well, so part of me thinks he's running for vice president no. because he's a white dude, but he's a white dude. We, we ain't having no white dudes as vice president. We might have white dudes as vice president. I mean, unlikely because we're probably going to nominate a white dude. Exactly. Okay. All right. But yeah, so there are people running for all of those things. I don't think that anyone should be able to deprive them of oxygen in this race. If they qualify for what the DNC said were the qualifications for the debate, let them in and let them give their, let them give their spiel and let them give their story. And let's find out who the American people decide is the, who are the, is is the nominee for democratic president. Okay. I, I just, I think it's, the only positive I see, and I don't think it's working, is that with so many candidates, it's harder for the RNC to, uh, you know, completely destroy our candidate before the general. But it's not going to be hard when our candidate's Joe Biden and they keep yes. going after Joe Biden. Yeah, so let's not let's Also, not we keep going after Joe Biden. Biden. Let's not nominate Joe Biden. Oh, okay. That'd be great. That's a way we could do it. That'd be great. We could also do that. Yeah. Not I, like, I like Joe that Biden. idea. I mean, polls be damned. Anybody Let's but not Joe. Nom- anybody but Joe is great. Let's put Tulsi Gabbard in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I I just I I'm not on the train of anybody but Joe because if you look at name, one of the big things is name recognition. Mm-hmm. And Joe Biden has a lot of name recognition. We got lots of time to get people's names recognized. I agree, which is why I'm very excited for the uh, debates. Because I wish we were there already. I'm tired of fucking <coughs> talking about them. I wish we just fucking were at the debates so people could stop announcing. Do you want to? Do you want to not do? Well, to be fair, Abrams has, isn't going to make her decision until September, so she might announce after everybody else. That's a crazy, crazy idea. What do you mean? She should not run. Why? She doesn't have a chance, especially if she's waiting until September. Why does she not have a chance? People are going to be annoyed with the people who are running. No, people are going to have their candidate. 
Or people are going to be annoyed with people who are running and no. want a, someone else. They're going to have their candidate. They've got plenty of options. They'll have their candidate. Do you know how long people stay on these the the I'm an undecided voter train? They stay on there a lot. I don't think they're going to necessarily have their candidate. I think that I think that if if she does announce in September, she might even get she might have more support than some people who are still in the race. Hmm. That'd be funny. It would. I think that our situation is quite funny. Because we have elections that last like two and a half years long. (laughs) This feels like it's been a decade already and we're not even at the debates. I know, Charlotte. I agree. I feel like Charlotte's telling us it's time to wrap this shit up. I agree. Charlotte, you're absolutely right. We should wrap this shit up. Um, I mean, congratulations on winning the game. (laughs) <laughs> Thank you. That was very good. I, I, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna do this game like weekly, and I'm gonna give you more. I'm gonna give you more people that you have to name. Like that sounds terrible. Yeah. Well, hope you remember the people you named. Um, and then we'll be back again on Monday. <laughs> We're gonna be back post Game of Thrones. Literally just a Game of Thrones pod. Just yeah. a. Game of Thrones mini episode. Just to give you, because uh, I don't care. So we're literally just going to give you the uh, reaction of the person who does care a lot and looks very sad. Can you give me what you think is going to happen? What do you? I, I honestly don't know. You don't know at I all. I honestly don't know. I mean, I, besides the fact that Daenerys will die and she John will, die. will be in charge. Hmm. And John will be in charge. Okay. Those are things that will happen. Okay. So you think, so I was going to ask, who do you think sitting on the Iron Throne when the when it's all said and done? You're saying John. Yeah, either John or they're going to destroy the Iron Throne. Okay. I'm saying either Tyrion or they're going to destroy the Iron Throne. Do you watch, anyway, whatever. Do I watch? Yep. I think I watched just as much as you did, dick. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure I've seen it. Mm-hmm. I've watched you cheer and then talk about how you hated the episode you cheered for. So, okay. All right. Well, I guess that's it. Yeah. Um, I thought Endgame was good, and that's great. I'm glad something you love ended nicely. I mean, it. it well, it's not over, because they have a lot of other stuff they have to go through, like right. what it, happened. It with... ended that thing. Well, to be fair, you saw me after it ended. I was not happy. But I, I grew to live with it. Okay. Okay. Well, I I guess... Well, Katrina, you want to end it? Because you started it. You could end this show. I don't know what you said. Uh, do you want to thank everybody for listening? Thank you, everyone, for listening. And you can find, us on, you can find us on Apple Find Pod- us on all the places you find podcasts. Like Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Like Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And you should also... And you should probably know rate, rate. where we are because you're listening to this. Right. So it's like a crazy it. thing to tell everybody where to find us because right. they are currently listening. You should to also it. rate the podcast. Rate and subscribe. Right. Right. There you go. Thanks for listening.